As Paul mentioned, my name is Penny Langle, and I had shame. Yes, that's right. I said I had shame. I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself. My timeline's going to be a little bit backwards, but I pray that you'll stay with me. I was born and raised in Racine. I grew up in the Greek Orthodox Church. I went to Sunday school. I had been a part of the Young Adult League. I sang in and later directed the church choir. However, around 1997, I had a falling out with the Greek church, and I was adrift spiritually. In 1995, I moved to Palatine, Illinois. My best friend lived less than five miles away from me. She had been married to a man from Syria. In 1992, her husband abducted her three children, four-year-old twins, and a two-year-old daughter to Syria. Without getting into all of the horrible details, I want to move on to 1998. There was a possibility that the now ex-husband was going to come back to the United States and bring his family, including his new wife. But he wanted to come back first for a couple of weeks to try to find a job and a place to live. He came, and after the two weeks, he went back to Syria, supposedly to get his family and come back to the Chicagoland area. A couple of weeks later, he called my friend and said he wasn't coming back and she would never see her children again. My friend is a woman of faith. She held on to that faith for over seven years. <clears throat> Even when she was told she may never see her children again, she didn't lose that faith. If you remember earlier, I mentioned that I was spiritually adrift. While my friend had faith, I, on the other hand, denounced that there was a God. I said a loving God would never let that happen to a woman who clung to him with everything she had. I denounced God. I gave up on God. I walked away from God. During the same time period, I was diagnosed with clinical depression. I had been in a very dark place and was prescribed antidepressant medications. When you consider the depression, the terrible life experience my friend was going through, and my walking away from God, I fell. I fell to the world. I had shame. I abused alcohol. I had shame. I abused drugs. I had shame. I was promiscuous. I had shame. Moving ahead to the year 2000, my father died. I moved back to Racine to help my mom, who is now a widow after 47 years of marriage. In 2001, I was working as a bartender at the Marriott Hotel. I was getting a cup of coffee in the break room one night, and I saw one of the front desk clerks, Doug, reading his Bible. We started talking, and after a little while, I agreed to see him for some spiritual counseling, as he was also a chaplain at St. Luke's Hospital. I saw him a few times, and one day Doug asked if I was ready to <clears throat> confess my sins and make a decision for Christ. I said yes. He asked me to kneel on the floor and close my eyes. I verbally confessed my sins. While my eyes were still closed, he asked me if I saw anything. I thought it was a strange question. But yes, I did. I was a little girl, maybe six years old, standing shyly behind a tree. I was looking at a man sitting on a large stone talking to other little children. I was peeking around the tree, and he saw me. He looked over and he said, come here, child. So I went. He opened his arms and embraced me. 
I started to cry. Doug asked if I was all right. I opened my, my, my eyes, I smiled and nodded. I told him what I saw, and then I gave my life to Christ. I had shame. I had shame. Because I surrendered my life to Christ, my shame was removed and nailed to the cross. Doug knew that I wasn't attending a church at the time, so he invited me to come to his, Grace Church. We had made a plan for the following Sunday that he would come and pick me up and we would go together. He said the only thing that would prevent him from going would be if he had gotten an emergency call. As it happened, while I was waiting that Sunday morning, he called me to say that he did get an emergency call and he wasn't going to be able to make it. I had never been to Grace before, but I was curious about it. And since I was already dressed, I decided I would go myself. When I got up there, I went to the balcony. I kind of wanted to hide. I didn't know anybody. Grace was a far different church from the one I knew growing up. I listened to the beautiful worship music, which was all new to me, and then Pastor Jerry was preaching. During the worship and the preaching, I cried through it all. I did that for four to five weeks, up to the balcony, listened, and cried. I could feel the brokenness of my life draining away with every note, every word, and every tear. Joy replaced my shame. As a redeemed creature, the life of Christ in me replaced my shame. In the past, that would be the end of my testimony, confessing my sins, accepting Christ, and becoming a new creation. I could claim the victory through Christ. But that's not the end of my story. I still struggled with depression. The dark times would return and I would feel lost. But knowing my Savior was near, I cried to him and talked to him. When I would lie down in my bed and cry, I pleaded with Jesus to cradle me in his arms, to comfort me and keep me safe. I trusted him with everything I had. There's more. This next part is a long story made very short. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been single my whole life. However, in 2008, I met a Christian man and we dated on and off for a couple of years. I found out while we were dating that he had a mental illness called borderline personality disorder. This diagnosis doesn't have a cure and very limited treatment. I truly, in my heart, believe God wanted me to stay with this man. I listened and trust God that this was his path for me. We had a lot, a lot of ups and downs, mostly downs, but I believed and trusted that this was the path God had me on, so I stayed with him. We were engaged in October of 2009, but our relationship failed miserably, and we were disengaged just after the new year in 2010. It was one of the most painful times in my life. I met regularly with a Christian woman for counseling. It helped somewhat, but I cried myself to sleep more times than I care to remember. But I kept asking Jesus to cradle me in his arms, and he did. In case you weren't aware, let me be the first one to tell you that if you give your life to Christ, you will not have a perfect life. All will not be rainbows and puppies. He even tells us in John 16.33, in the world you will have trials. Kind of depressing, don't you think? Yet he goes on to say, but take courage, I have overcome the world. So don't be discouraged. What you will have is a Holy Spirit who indwells you, a Father who loves you, 
and a savior who walks with you, who will forgive you your sins, cleanse you with his blood, and allow you to spend eternity in his presence. I left God, but he never left me. I suffered with depression, but he's helped me through it. I've suffered loss and loneliness, but he's never left me or forsaken me. I had shame, but I've, redeemed, I've been redeemed and I no longer have shame. If you feel you have shame, you can have your shame removed just like I did. Just go to the cross and ask God for help and he will do for you what he did for me. Who knows, you may be the next one up here giving your testimony. Thank you.